Welcome to the Light Leaders Podcast, where I'll show you how to step into the light leader that you were born to be. If you're wanting to align with your soul purpose, activate your psychic abilities, and to create an impactful and abundant business, you're in the right place. My name is Athena Bailey, and I'm a trans channeler, a kinesiologist, and a business coach. And I'm here to remind you of the divinity you have within you the sole purpose that guides you through life, and how through your business, you can create the huge spiritual shift into 5D that we're all here for. In this podcast, you'll receive spiritual teachings for your business, manifestation techniques to quantum leap, channelings with energetic activations, and tried and tested business strategies specifically for spiritual entrepreneurs. If you're ready to kickstart your ascension and align with your higher self, let's get started. Hello and welcome to this episode of Light Leaders. In today's podcast episode, I'm going to be doing something a little bit different. I'm actually going to be sharing and talking about my experience with healing, with hormones and with PCOS or polycystic ovarian syndrome. Now, I need to start off the this podcast just by with a little disclaimer just saying that I'm not qualified to treat diagnose um, or prescribe any medications Um, I am just sharing my experience of my healing so this is my experience of spiritually healing a condition that I was diagnosed with and I will share with you what it was that I did and the different things that I tried because I did try a lot And I didn't heal this with food. I know there's a lot there about healing PCOS with food. I'll be honest, I feel like that's a bit of a, like, managing the symptoms. I don't feel like that's actually getting to the core crux of it now, or the root cause of it. Now, in my energy work over the years, I've worked with a lot of women and... I'd say that about 95.5% of women that I work with all have issues in their sacral chakra. And it's because there's so much trauma as a collective that women have inside of their sacral chakra. If a woman hasn't gone through any sexual trauma in this lifetime, then her mother's gone through it or her grandmother. And oftentimes it's actually passed down. So it sits in our energetic template and it affects us too. So it's passed down along the mother's lineage. And so most women, we have some issues in the sacral chakra. And that's why we see conditions like endometriosis, PCOS, PMS. All of these things are so common. So I am going to be sharing about my journey with PCOS. But I'm also going to be talking about alternative holistic hormone management and how to actually work with our period. Um, So I've worked with a lot of clients who have had endometriosis, infertility, other hormonal issues, and I've seen a lot of the holistic metaphysical aspects of it that cause it and contribute to it. So I'm going to be kind of talking about that. So even if you don't have PCOS, this will be very helpful for you if you have any other issues or just want to deeper step into healing your sacral chakra. Because when women have healthy, healed sacral chakra, we are able to give pleasure to ourselves. And I mean 
by that we live a life that's very pleasurable you know we're able to give to ourselves and through that we're able to step into our purpose work we're able to step into our light we're able to receive money we're able to receive gifts and support and we're able to have healthy flowing functioning relationships it's very difficult to have all of those things with a disconnected closed off unhealed sacral chakra because we're holding so much trauma so much negative energy that is affecting us detrimentally and that means that very often we're closed off to receiving to be to knowing even how to prioritize ourselves how to look after ourselves self-care self-nurture self-acceptance and those are all really significant parts of the divine feminine rising opening up and being healed on earth and so much of the trauma and the issues we see on earth is because the divine feminine has been suppressed for so long and the divine feminine is rising now and as women find their power and their strength men are able to rise more into their masculine and their power too and it becomes this real healed balanced collective of divine masculine and feminine energies on earth doing the divine feminine healing work it heals not only you it heals your relationships it heals the lineage on your mother's line and it changes the world it's very important for us women to be doing this work we're very rarely brought up in societies in situations where we're taught to be fully expressive fully open in our sacral chakra and owning that feminine power and for many of us we don't even know what it means so when there is a dysfunction in the sacral chakra for a woman it's going to show up in the hormones in any issues related to the womb the ovaries that's exactly where it's going to sit so I want to share a little bit about my story. I was diagnosed with PCOS when I was 16, 17, and for those of you that don't know, PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, it is kind of um, more of a cluster of symptoms that they tie together to create a syndrome different people can have slightly different symptoms but essentially there's an issue with the hormones are not being produced correctly regulated it results in missing periods some women have very long periods some of them lose their period completely um, and it's characterized by cysts in the ovaries and a lack of insulin sensitivity and it can cause weight gain which is really common acne um, hair growth on the body and a variety of various um, symptoms that can show up that are as a collective cluster diagnosed as PCOS so I basically at about 17 I noticed I was starting to miss periods and I was starting to get concerned so I went to the doctor who referred me to a gynecologist and the gynecologist basically sat me down asked me about my symptoms diagnosed me with PCOS and offered me the pill and I'm sure if you've had any kind of condition you've probably gone through the same thing 
I was at 17 I was a little bit kind of overwhelmed I was confused and they were talking about me being able to have kids and it just all seemed really overwhelming and the solution that was given to me was just take a pill for the rest of your life you know and then when you want to have kids go off of it and I at that age I hadn't really done much research I didn't really know too much about it I was just feeling really overwhelmed um, by it and so I took the pill as the gynecologist told me and by the way I don't know how gynecologists are where in the world you are but my family lives in Czech Republic um, from Czech Republic I speak Czech and the way that gynecologists operate there are completely different to the way they do in Australia. I don't know what it's like in America, in Canada, in the UK, and other parts of the world, but my mom was pretty like horrified when she saw what the gynecologist did. She found it so odd that they would just kind of sit down and have a conversation with you and that's it. You know, in Czech Republic, when you go to the gynecologist, they always do like a full um, inspection, they check different things, they really kind of always examine you and always check everything really holistically that's going on, um, you know, and checkups with gynecologists more regularly are a lot more common there. And so I saw multiple gynecologists here and every single one of them, they charged me like $300 just to sit down in their office and talk about my symptoms for 10 minutes before they either offered surgery or a pill so maybe i was just going to the wrong gynecologists in sydney but my experience um with them in sydney wasn't really great so at 17 i went on to the pill and immediately i started getting really bad symptoms i was getting migraines i was getting acne and at that point I was a little bit like, okay, I need to do more research about this. Now, I don't know if it's because I'm Sagittarius, so like the Sagittariuses, we tend to kind of go all in and read and research about things, and, but that's what I did. I went to the library and I picked up some books about the pill and kind of holistic healing. And I started to read how what the pill was actually doing to my body, how it would put me in a false state of pregnancy, apparently, and it would replace my hormones and stop them from functioning. And I was kind of horrified. I was like, oh my God, this is really bad for my body. How is this the only cure that is presented to me as a young woman? Just stay on this hormone that's going to have all these negative effects and this damage on your body. And at that moment, I had a real distrust of traditional medicine. And I was all of a sudden feeling really let down and confused that this was the only cure presented for me. And it kind of was a great spark because it led me into holistic medicine to study that and get really into that. And now it's interesting because I work with a lot of clients, I've worked with a lot of women, and I'm working with women who have been on the pill for 10 years, 15 years, they're coming off of it, they don't have their period, their hormones haven't recovered, and they've had to do so much work just to get their period back, you know, and you hear these stories of women who've been on it for so long, and then they decide they want to have kids, and they get off it, and they can't get their period back, and they're just having all of these issues because their body's been in a false state of pregnancy, for so many years and I mean I tried different pills I tried just the progestogen one I tried the estrogen one 
Um, and one thing that I want to clarify as well is in my, because I jumped straight into like learning how to heal PCOS naturally. I was immediately like, no, I don't want to do the pill. Um, it's really important for you to examine what type of PCOS you have, if you have it, because there are lots of different kinds of PCOS, right? So there's a book, I forget who it's by, I think her name is Sarah Biden, but she talks about different types of PCOS. Either way, just Google it, she's a naturopath. And I had the inflammatory PCOS. That was what I had. I'm, And even now, I'm really sensitive. For me to do this work as a channel, like I'm sensitive to everything, which makes me an amazing psychic and channel. But it also makes it really hard to deal with toxins. I react a lot worse than most people. So I had inflammatory PCOS. I was reacting to certain things and it was disrupting my progesterone um, creation in my body and that just wasn't flowing. So they tried different pills including progestogen which is not bioidentical progesterone which is one of the things I also tried, right? Because we're having this progesterone not forming correctly in our body, um, one of the things that they recommend is bioidentical progesterone. And if you go to a lot of naturopaths, they may recommend that. That works well. And I know women who have that in com combination with their diet, like they've managed the symptoms and they've been able to get pregnant and all of that. And that's great. Like, you know, you're not harming your body. Um, however, again, I feel like that's just a way to manage the symptoms. It's not going to the root cause. Now, I haven't changed my diet. All of the things that caused me inflammation before are still in my life. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm sensitive to a lot of things. A lot of things cause me inflammation. However, I do not have PCOS anymore. And my diet isn't different. I don't take bioidentical progesterone. So I believe that's a great way to kind of manage the symptoms, especially if you're wanting to get pregnant. However, there are things to do underneath that that are still affecting you that need to be healed. So, I mean, I managed a few years of not really knowing what to do. I tried different diets. Um, I tried different creams, different supplements. Nothing really worked all that well. Some of it made the symptoms a little bit easier to bear, um, but it didn't really heal it. And as you know, when I was 18, I started to study Reiki, and I that was when my journey with alternative healing really began, and I studied kinesiology. Now, one of the big things for me was I had a real fear of men. Like, I didn't feel safe around men. I had some sexual trauma um, when I was a teenager, and I think for most women who have some kind of hormonal issue, that's very, very common. I actually clearly remember when I was studying kinesiology and we had to pair up, and I had to pair up with a man, and he had to muscle test and touch my body. My nervous system was just, like, so on edge and so uncomfortable, and this was, like, this guy was fine. He didn't have any issues, but I was literally had so much trauma and resistance to men and being around them. And it's something that didn't really change for a while. I It's almost like I was so used to it. I didn't realize I had an issue. I was in a long-term relationship um, for seven years, and it wasn't until I left that 
And the idea of dating and moving into the dating world, I realized, wow, I actually have a fear of men. Like, I feel like they're going to harm me. And it's just like this underlying belief and feeling. And I remember when I had, because I had been with my high school boyfriend from like 16 to 23. And after we broke up for the first time, I was looking at like actual men. I had only been dating teenage boys. And I remember being so intimidated and like nervous about connecting with men like there was actual fear there and I was like okay I really have work to do here so the big thing for me like the big healing happened um for from three things that I did the first part of it was forgiveness work right so I mentioned I had sexual trauma and healing that was a huge part of it right so I was doing a lot of forgiveness work And I want to clarify that forgiveness work, it's not saying what you did was okay, but it's a way of energetically disconnecting yourself from it. And so that's what I was really focused on, just like releasing that attachment, releasing the resentment, the anger, the shame, the guilt, all of it. And I was doing so much healing work around that. I was also doing healing work with my womb and I was... Um, working with crystals and I was doing a lot of Reiki and it was all really helping to start to heal all of this and one of the symptoms that I was having of this hormonal imbalance was that I was having migraines as well and I was still getting them occasionally it was the classic aura migraine you if you have migraines you'll know what I'm talking about And so I went really deep into forgiveness work, into just letting go, releasing, and holding the kind of clearing. Now that really helped with a lot of the fear, the emotions, because I had uh, just like this, (laughs) I want to say I had like a clusterfuck of emotions that would just come out and show up as panic attacks, as anxiety as like overwhelm of not having boundaries and it was just such a mess and the healing work really helped me shift that and release that and I felt a lot more emotionally stable. However, the big kind of turning point was when I began to do belief work, right? So beliefs are such a core fundament aspect of our reality. You know, what you believe to be true shapes your life if you believe that you're here to change the world that you're guided by spirit that you're here to be abundant that you know there's enough money for everyone including you and you can have as much fit as you desire your life is going to look really different to someone who believes that they have to fend and fight and there's not enough money for people for everyone and some people are just going to have to be poor your life is going to look very different to someone like that right our beliefs rule our life and i was getting really deep into kinesiology and holistic healing and i decided to and i had studied nlp as well so i knew quite a bit about beliefs and so i decided that i was going to really work on the beliefs and the programs I had around my relationship to men. And so as I was testing my different belief systems, the belief, I'm not safe around men. I don't trust men. We're showing up and I was like, shit, I don't have a healthy relationship to the masculine. I'm lit- I feel like literally in danger 
around them. And it's not that, like, I had plenty, actually, at that time, my closest friends were males. Um, But it was like there was, my nervous system was reacting in a way that wasn't normal. I was always on edge and always in fear. And it was just a bit of a mess. And so I began to do energy work and I actually pulled these beliefs out of my system and rewrote them that it's safe for me to be around men. It's, it, and I really sat with that belief, it's safe for me to be around men. And I rewrote that inside of my belief system. And that was where I had a huge shift and a huge game changer. Um, I, all of a sudden, I actually began to feel safe around men. I didn't feel like I was a verge on a, I was on the verge of a panic attack. Um, and I wasn't just edgy anymore. I was fine around like boys, like teenage boys, but I was not fine or young, like guys in their 20s, but I was not fine around men. Like anyone older than 30 was just overwhelming to my nervous system. And after I cleared that belief, that shifted and that was no longer an issue. I felt safe actually being around men. And it was interesting because when I started my new relationship with the man that I'm still with now, it was a lot of this stuff coming on because the last time I had dated, like I had been 16 and now all of a sudden I was 23 and he was in his 40s and it was quite confronting and stuff was coming up around it's safe, like I'm okay, I'm safe. And shifting that belief program within me, that was the game changer. As soon as I started to feel safe, it was like my body relaxed. And I noticed after that, like all those extra symptoms in my body just kind of stopped. I started to get regular periods. When I was 19, I would be having like two months no period or then like a period that's a month long. It was just a mess. And after I cleared this belief program, my periods started to show up every month. They weren't perfectly like on time. You know, they were still a little bit all over the place. Sometimes they were painful. They were still a little bit messy, but it was, they were significantly different. And I kind of, um, I kind of sat with it and I was like, okay, so what is it that my body needs now? Because I've done the energy work, I've done the emotional work, done the spiritual work, what else does it need? And I really got clearly that I needed some sort of plant medicine, like I needed a physical medicine to just like finally clear and pull all the stuff that the body was struggling to process out of my system. Now, this is really common when we do a lot of energy work, spiritual work, emotional work. Sometimes the body can't keep up. It doesn't process as quickly as the energy does. The energy work can shift instantly. However, the body isn't as fast and sometimes the body needs actual physical support. This is why like you can have a breakthrough, like an emotional breakthrough, shift something massive and then the next week your body is exhausted and tired because it's processing it. And so you'll want to drink water or fast and you'll just like feel like you lose your appetite. And that's really normal. The body takes time. And I got really told clearly that my body needed some sort of help. And it was during this time that I was starting to get into plant medicine, like ayahuasca and San Pedro. And I was told really clearly, Cambo, 
Cambo for this. So for those of you who don't know, Cambo is um, a frog poison and it is a traditional um, Amazonian medicine and it's actually put over your skin. So your skin is burnt with these little dots and then the Cambo frog poison is placed over these dots and it's a full-on medicine. It's definitely not easy. I found it very challenging. It's interesting because when I've done plant medicines before, like, like for example, ayahuasca, I didn't struggle with ayahuasca at all. I found it really beautiful, very pleasant because I'm used to surrendering to spirit and I'm very psychic. People that aren't used to that, they have a really hard time with ayahuasca. And I would have conversations with people and I'd struggle with Cambo so much because it's so physical and it's more about surrendering to your body, which me being in my head and being really psychic and spiritual, I have a hard time with. And I'd meet people that'd be like, Cambo is so easy. Ayahuasca is really hard. And I'd be like, what? No way. It's the other way. Ayahuasca is like so fun and easy. And it's such a like a, you know, it's not that ayahuasca doesn't take you to places and you have to confront and heal. But it's like, that's just what I had been doing for so long. Like, it felt fine to me. It was the physical part of it, Cambo, that I really struggled with. Um, but I could feel my body was calling and saying, it's time for you to do it. And I remember when I was learning about Cambo, they said that um, when the Western man came to the Amazon, they had all these diseases that they didn't have in the Amazon. And the shamans were they sat with ayahuasca and they asked how can we heal them we don't have cures for this and they were shown the frog they were shown the exact way the exact frog to collect the medicine and to provide the healing and that it's specifically for western illnesses and issues and instantly i was like that's pcos like a hundred percent um so i straight away went in i signed up i did it and like it is intense cambo was not an easy ride um i was in there with a group of 10 people and it's a legal medicine in um in australia i don't know the different laws of the different countries but you can find a practitioner in australia who works with it um and so I was there in a group with 10 people. I, my boyfriend was there as well. He had done it multiple times before. And in the group of people, I was called first to do the medicine. I don't know why, but I went forward and I had to kneel down and they burnt these dots into my ankle. They do different placements depending on if you're a man or a woman or the type of practitioner that's working with you. They burnt these dots into my skin and then they placed the poison, the frog medicine over it. And then I was told to go back and sit down. About five minutes later, this intense heat just like came over my body and you get really, really hot pretty fast and your heart starts to beat really fast and within <laughs> pretty much straight away I passed out like I just fainted which is pretty normal if you're working with the feminine frog medicine 
Um, but I just, I passed out and the instructor came over, helped me up, sat me up. And as soon as I did, I started throwing up. Now, before the ceremony, you have to drink liters upon liters of water because you spend the whole time throwing up, right? It's purging. Like it's a massive purge. It's a clear, it's a reset, but Cambo resets your entire energetic system, your physical, emotional. If you have hormonal imbalances, Cambo is the perfect medicine for this. So I was just throwing up. I felt like shit. And it went for about like an hour, 90 minutes, I want to say. And I was out of it. I was just throwing up. It was not a pleasant experience. And after it, I felt like I felt really clear. I felt really light. I felt really hungry. I had a big appetite. And so I went home and it's it's a morning thing as well, right? So you go in during the day and then you come back in the afternoon. So it's not a long ceremony. It's only a few hours. It's amazing if you just want a big, massive, energetic clearing and reset. And for me, I wanted that physical reset. So afterwards the next day I was kind of going about my day and in the evening I had a migraine like the aura migraine and I hadn't had one for years because since I started to manage my symptoms um, and really go through since I pulled the belief I stopped getting those migraines because it was related to the hormones and I had that migraine come up and I was like, oh shit, like it is doing something, it's shifting something because I am getting this migraine come up. It's creating a significant change. And so that migraine went that evening and then literally about two months afterwards, my period started to come on time, like round the clock. And I was like, okay, that's nice. And so I went to the gynecologist. They, for PCOS, the way they diagnose it is the blood test. They have to check that the hormones are, um, you know, that the testosterone or the estrogen is elevated. It depends what type of PCOS, but they have to check the hormones. And then they actually have to see that you have multiple cysts on your ovaries. So I had an ultrasound, I had the blood work, I went to the gynecologist. And she said to me, you don't have any PCOS symptoms. Like, you have a completely healthy, normal, like, reproductive system. And she was like, well, that's interesting. Like, you were diagnosed with PCOS and you had it for so many years and now it's completely gone. And that was, that was it. Like, it shifted and I've been fine ever since. It's been a couple of years now. I don't have any symptoms. I get regular periods. And I've done Cambo again since then. It is something that I really recommend if you are having any hormonal issues to do Cambo because it will reset it for you. Now, when it comes to plant medicine, you really have to feel it intuitively. No one can tell you you have to do it or it's the right thing for you. If you feel it intuitively, you feeling the cooling, you listen to that. And the other thing is that no matter where you are in your life, if you haven't done any kind of womb healing or healing on your sacral chakra as a woman, it's something that needs to be done. It's not something that we can just ignore to live the life that we're here to do. That's really, really important. And if you are having, like, whether it's endometriosis, PCOS, 
um, any kind of issue in the reproductive system, it's really important to go, okay, what actual beliefs are underlying there? How is that showing up in my life? And this is where holistic healing can help because I feel like the doctors, you know, when women have PCOS, the doctors say, great, here's a pill, mask the symptoms. And you go to a um, naturopath or a holistic healer and they'll say, well, no, don't mask the symptoms with that synthetic thing that's causing you damage. We'll manage the symptom through diet supplements um, and bioidentical progesterone. However, it's, I feel like it's the same approach because it's not really clearing and healing the reason why it showed up, right? There are reason why your body is having this symptom. And so that's where spiritual healing, metaphysical energy work can be so powerful because they'll go, this is where it comes from. This is a belief that needs to be cleared. This is actually what needs to be healed. And that's when you can start to really pull it from the core. Now, the beautiful thing is all of these feminine issues, they're so responsive to holistic healing. They're so responsive to energy healing. Like the women's sacral chakra and the conditions around it, they respond so fast and so quickly to energy work. And so if you are struggling with any kind of issues in your reproductive system, it's really important that along with your naturopath, that you're seeing a kinesiologist or an energy healer or someone who understands the metaphysical manifestation of it because otherwise you're always going to be treating the symptoms rather than actually going to the root cause. And I really genuinely believe that the majority of women, it's because we have some sort of trauma and some sort of core belief that is creating a dysfunction in the sacral chakra, which is then showing up in a... Um, in some sort of physical dysfunction. Now, I wanted to share my experience, even though it doesn't fully fit into this podcast, um, Light Leaders, because I see so many women with so many hormonal issues. And the truth of the matter, just like anything else, you can heal it. And there are so many conditions and things that I've healed on myself spiritually, like... I don't know if you follow me elsewhere, but I talk about how anxiety was the same. Like I had severe anxiety and then it was literally like an overnight thing for me doing the belief or going to the energy of it. Um, and so I've had these things like PCOS, anxiety disorders that I was just able to heal spiritually. And it's not that I'm not for Western medicine because 100% it has a place. Like, if you broke your arm, if you're bleeding to death, you're not going to go find your homeopath or your spiritual healer. You're going to go get Western medicine. You're going to go to the hospital. However, when it comes to these big holistic healings, you know, where we have all of these symptoms... I think there's more than just taking a pill. I think it's about getting to the emotional, mental, spiritual root cause and clearing and healing that. And I mean, even if you're listening to this and you've tried um, the physical healing of it, it uh, it's time to try the spiritual, emotional, mental healing of it and see what you find because 
whatever you heal and you work on around that, it's only going to help you. It's only going to help your life. Because me, feeling like I was safe around men allowed me to have a really beautiful, rewarding, nourishing relationship with a beautiful man. And it allows me to receive in my life, in my business, in my relationship, which I wouldn't be able to do if I hadn't healed this. And I'd probably still be like struggling with all sorts of PCOS symptoms and worrying about never being able to have kids because I have PCOS. So I just want you to know that whatever it is that you're struggling with, there is a cure. There is a way for you to heal it. And you may not have found it yet, but you are being divinely supported to find that cure, to heal it. And if you just keep looking and working and stick to being determined and committed to healing yourself, you will find a way to fix it. With all of the things that I've had, that I've been diagnosed with, that I was told there's no cure for it, it's just managing it. Is some of it took years, but I said, there is a cure for it. I'm going to heal myself. I know it. And some of it took years, but I got there. I healed it eventually. And so whatever it is you're struggling with, there is someone out there who has healed it. There is someone out there who has experienced healing that. And when it comes to the feminine issues, your menstrual cycle is such a beautiful diagnostic like a monthly diagnostic that's telling you hey something's wrong if you're getting really bad pms symptoms and really bad period pain it means something's off it means there's something going wrong inside of your body if you're having endometriosis pcos any other issues it's time to do deeper healing it's time to heal your core feminine wound it's time to heal the maternal lineage it's time to heal your relationship to the divine masculine because as soon as you do that it's going to bring significant shifts in your life not only are you going to heal you know whatever it's showing up as physically you're also going to be able to step into your full power as a divine sovereign woman who is here full of purpose and you know a divine sovereign woman she is someone who is psychically intuitively activated she's in her purpose she's supported by the divine masculine and she has her soul tribe and her soul sisters and she loves herself she cherishes and adores herself and is able to create beautiful relationships connections and healings wherever she goes and i can have gone to that place unless I healed and worked on my divine feminine and that connection there. You know, and even now, looking after my feminine health, there are things that I do. I, for example, I work with yoni eggs and I love yoni eggs. Um, You know, I'm a big fan of the black obsidian yoni egg, which really pulls out trauma and heals it. Um, you also have rose quartz one, which are a lot softer and beautiful and healing. So that's definitely something that you might want to start working with to actually heal and clear um, your womb health. Something else is yoni steaming. That's also something I do and something I work with. Um, really gentle, soft herbs, just clearing um and allowing that steam to do healing, there's a lot of traditional healing with yoni steams. Um, so it is something to look into if you are interested in that. I'm also really 
anti-tampons, anti-pads. If you are using pads, tampons, they are just bleached chemicals that are not benefiting your body at all. Um, I use a menstrual cup and I'm also a big fan of the period underwear, which is like you just put it on, it doesn't leak um, and it actually absorbs it. And it's not damaging to your body in any way. You don't get reactions. You know, tampons are like the worst thing that you can put into your body. Menstrual cup is my favorite. Like when you listen or you meet people that use menstrual cups, they will always say to you, oh, I can't go back. There's no way in hell I can ever go back. Like once you start with a menstrual cup, you can't go back. I've been using a menstrual cup for years and I remember one year I was traveling and I forgot it and I had to use a pad and I remember just going like, oh my god, I feel like I'm in the medieval times, like, I can't believe that I have to use this pad, like, it feels so disgusting, and, like, my body hates it, I can't believe that I use this for so many years. With a menstrual cup, um, you literally just put it in, and you forget about it, like, you can swim, you can exercise, you can do whatever, there's no leaking, there's no having to, um, change it constantly throughout the day, um, it's just so easy and it sits there and you just you forget about it um but you know it doesn't make much money because you buy one and it lasts you years rather than having to buy like 10 20 pads and tampons every single month um you just use one menstrual cup so it's a big financial difference there for the companies that are making a lot of money off of women's periods so if you're still using pads and tampons, I highly recommend looking into different products, um, underwear that's specifically built for periods, and a menstrual cup because it's going to make a dramatic difference for your vagina. So many women go through so much pain, painful intercourse, painful periods, you know, no orgasms, infections, urinary tract infections, thrush infections, and it's almost like having, being a woman is like a painful experience, but it's not supposed to be like that. Your periods aren't supposed to be painful. You're not supposed to be having infections or candida. And just to jump in there, if you have candida or thrush, you want to be using caprylic acid. That is 100% the best, um, the best supplement for it, caprylic acid. And if it is UTIs, you want to be using D-mannose. D-mannose, look that up. So those are the kind of herbs that you want to be using to treat each of those. Um, but, you know, having a vagina, having a womb, it's supposed to be pleasurable. It's supposed to be a beautiful, intimate, sensual experience being a woman. And your womb, your pussy, when fully activated and healed, it's supposed to bring you pleasure. It's supposed to bring you abundance and help you with manifestation but the thing is it's been so suppressed in our world and society that women are so disconnected from it it causes them pain rather than pleasure and if that's you if you're experiencing more pain than pleasure from being a woman know that you can heal it and you can experience the beautiful magical part of being a woman it's available to you Thank you for listening to my journey today with PCOS because it's something that I really did want to share and have a place where um, have it all kind of laid out the journey of that. 
If you do have any questions about this episode, please feel free to ask them in the group, The New Paradigm of Lightworkers. We have... (laughs) Well, we ran the we just started the quantum activation today. Um, that went so much faster than I expected. I literally did like two posts and two emails and it sold out and I had to shut the doors because I had only a capacity for 12 people and it just sold out so quickly. Um, so I have opened the waitlist. So if you were really wanting to get in on that and didn't get the chance, um, then if you click on the link in the, um, the text box of this podcast, then you'll find the link for the quantum activation waitlist and you can sign up. I'm not sure when I'll be running it again. Spirit will tell me when it's time to run it again. Um, but, but we've just started today and it's an incredible group of light workers and I'm so excited to lead them through the process. But it just, it sold out far quicker than I expected. Um, and I am going to be launching Channeling Spirit Academy next month. So if that's something that you've had your eye on, the wait list is on my website as well. So if you do want to get in that, there will be special wait list offers. Um, so make sure you register on my website, www.athenabailey.com. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening, for joining in. And I will see you on the next episode of Light Leaders. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Light Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Athena Bailey. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd be so grateful if you subscribed and left a review. Each month, I randomly pick someone who's left a review to win a one-on-one session with me. So if you'd like to win that, leave a review. Sending you so much love, and I'll see you on the next episode of Light Leaders.